So you're a philosopher? Yes, 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 yes. I think very deeply. light and love what is going on y'all ah so i checked on the thing i made you an admin on the group because i'm i'm not really sure what in the hell you know and i'm not getting any alerts or anything when people are are getting on there and everything so i just went through there and and um hit all of the the dependent invites and everything back up okay. again so you know it is what it is. She should get it. Yeah, because I sent her the link and then she messaged me and said um, that her her acceptance was pending. So I was like, oh, yeah, Shikesha will let you in. Definitely will let her in. Let me see because I, I don't see her as being yikes. And I don't want to. Let me see. Wait list. Let me see. I'll message her. Hold up. Here I, it is. She is. I'm sorry. Tell her. Yeah, my bad. I found right. her. I cool. found her. Okay. All right, got her together, got her together. Okay. All right, all right, we in the house now. So, ooh, 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 for the folks in the back, welcome to the Serious Cypher. We are definitely in the house on this day. What is today? Today is a, um, a five-day to 27th. That makes it a five-day today. And that's all about making some changes and transformation and everything, recognizing you know, what needs to happen at the end of the day. So five energy is definitely um, some energy that I like to get shit set off with. That's that action, that movement number and everything. I was listening to, I don't know, are y'all hip to Mel Robbins? Y'all ever heard of her? What's her name? Mel Robbins. Y'all ever heard of her? No. Oh, well, she's this former CIA agent. And I like, she, she does a lot of... um motivational you know um inspirational type of conversations on her podcast that she has on youtube and um she was talking about how um that that number five 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 that's her number that gets her moving and motivated and everything you know what i'm saying and when she sees that you know she knows that it's time to start making moves and taking action and everything and so now when I see that five, 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 or I see five, I always think about what she was talking about on that whole making moves, taking action and get and doing the damn thing. So yeah, yeah, definitely shout out to her though. Definitely shout out to her on this five day and everything. How y'all feeling with this lion's gate, this new Leo energy? What? Leo season. And, and, and you know that next week when we're not going to be here, on August 1st, it's the first full moon. Uh, there's going to be two next month. You know that? Yeah. It, that's crazy. Yeah. That is so freaking crazy that we're having two full moons again. Like, we just had that a while ago. But, yeah, on the first is the Aquarius full moon. And I don't know. I'm feeling that energy already because there's, like, a lot of other stuff going on. Mm -hmm. Like, with Mercury and Mars and Virgo. Mm -hmm. And it's also going to square, I believe, on the 2nd, is it? On August 2nd, so the day after the full moon, um, Virgo, Mercury and Virgo is going to oppose, sorry, Saturn in 
in Pisces. So there's going to be a lot of mental fatigue and, like, making sure you're meticulous with, like, all the details because that Pisces energy is going to try to kind of fog your thinking, you know? Mm-hmm. So on the, on the real important shit, right. like, you just need to make sure that you're, like, being really detail-orientated and meticulous. Um, but at the same time, if you're excessive to self-criticism, like what we were talking about last week, mm. you know, you consciously have to take a more relaxed approach mm-hmm. and to like really be happy where your journey is at this time. And what's crazy is at the same point, after I read that, I was like, oh man, cause all day long when you sent me that text too about getting your Molly McCord book, Got it. Yeah. (laughs) She's so good. I I love her her. so much. I love her. I love her so much. Yeah. But I listened to one of her old shit. I don't know how it came. You know, Spirit sent it to me because I wasn't, it wasn't even in my library. Like, I went in to go listen to that book for tonight. You know, Mm. I was like, you know what? Let me just, like, see you some touch up on astrology with what she's saying. But an old book came up with her. And it was, like, in that shared Kindle, you know, for free, where you could read it for free. It was so quick and short. It was two hours long, but gems. Like, I'm talking gems. Like, Mm. it was so beautiful. And it wasn't even astrology. It was just about, like, the soul's journey and how, you know, we're all um, rising. Like, you know, how we're all ascending. And she talked about self-judgment. And I had to pause that shit, grab a notebook. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, and she's like, it was like a whole chapter on it. Mm. And it was so brilliant because it kind of tied into this right now. You know, that's who embrace, that we should look at self-judgment from a different angle. Mm-hmm. That we should actually embrace it mm-hmm. because it's like part of like our subconscious that's coming up, that's triggering us, that, that we need to like release. That it's a lesson, it, like it no longer serves us. And I have to go over to my notes because it. she got more specific. But it was such a, like, a different tweak on the perspective. Like, yeah, we heard Miss Blue talk about it all the time. Um, like the self-love is new shadow work. Mm-hmm. But I think the way she said it just like hit a little different. Oh. And then she was talking about, I know I'm going on, I'm ready. No, please, right please, 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 please. Okay. This, this is okay. dope. Okay. She's to, and I'm gonna go get the notes because they're real gems. Okay. She was talking about spiritual exfoliation. Yeah, mm. she had a little, she had a little cute twist to it. Mm. And so I was like, and then she said, you know, the things that that have worked for her uh, has been, you know, just like the normal stuff that Miss Blue talks about. But then she also incorporated um, acupuncture to clear your energy, massage, yoga, and then. Um, tapping. Have you ever heard of tapping? Yeah, I got a book on that. Um, TFT. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I used to do it all the time. Mm. And then, it, then I went into my self-judgment because I was just like, bitch, why can't you be consistent? Like, why are you so inconsistent? Like, you're so up and down and up and down. Like, like, and I forget these like modalities. Mm. And I'm like, what are you doing? So before we came on, to make a long story short and wrap it up, I'm in the shower doing the H2O ritual, spinning, tapping, loofahing. I'm going to pass out. I'm going to find me dead in the shower, okay? I'm going to be passed out from trying to multitask <laughs> and doing all this, <laughs> doing all this shit. 
Mm-hmm. I had all the little young waitresses that were seasonal that only worked with us for two or three months. I'm like, okay, come on, guys. We're, we're, you know, it was chaotic where I worked, like mm. psycho, like nuts. So I would say, come on, let's get in a circle, let's tap. And like, we would tap while our drinks were being made and while our food was getting ready. And they're like, Doreen, this was so good. I feel dizzy. It really works. Like, Does it? You know what? I tried to you. I bought that book a long time ago, like a, I'm thinking like about 2009, right? Yeah. I was trying to use it to quit smoking yeah. at the time, and I was doing it, and you know, I, I don't know, it didn't seem to work for me. So Go I put on that on the shelf and never dealt with it again. Yeah. Go on YouTube. They have so many videos from different people. You might have to find the one that hits with you. Okay. You know, like there are so many that there's one lady and I'll remember her name. Um, she's brilliant. She's been doing it since the 70s. She's like a little tree hugging mm. old grandma. Like she's so I cute. I love that. She does this daily ritual one, like you wake up a morning one, mm-hmm. an afternoon one. If you drink too much, she has a spot you can hit in your back if you're hungover. Like, you know, she's brilliant. She has so many different videos. I think her kids are even taking over. Oh. So you got to look up. You got to look it up. Okay. It's so, and it's so quick. You could just do it. Like, like I said, I was doing it in the shower. Yeah, well, what are you tapping in the shower? So, you know, maybe okay, I'm so getting out of shot. Okay. So this is the easiest technique, okay? I'm okay. going to explain it to you. You take your hands and you're going to karate chop them with the outer side of like um, where your pinky is. Okay. You know, so pinky to pinky, you're going to chop. You're going to karate chop right there. Okay. And you're going to say whatever, like you could say, even though, okay, what's going on with you right now? What's an emotion or a situation? How are you feeling right now at this present time? Like, do you feel frustrated? Like, you feel... Angry, anxiety, what? Anxiety. Okay. So, okay, karate chop. And then repeat after me. Okay. Even though... Even I though... I feel tons of anxiety. I feel tons of anxiety. And I'm anxious most of the time. I'm anxious most of the time. I deeply love... I deeply love... And appreciate myself. And appreciate myself. Even though I might not have it all figured out... Even though I might not have it all figured out. I deeply trust and appreciate. I deeply trust and appreciate. That my higher self will guide me. That my higher self will guide me. Now, take your um, pointer finger and your middle finger and tap in the tip of your eyebrow, like on the bridge of your nose. Tap right there. Okay. I release anxiety. I release anxiety. Now go to the side of your temple, on the other side of your eyebrow, and tap there. With both hands, I release fear. I release fear. Now go under your eyes, and tap under your eyes. I release self-judgment. I release self-judgment. Now go over your lip. I release self-sabotage. I release self-sabotage. Then your chin. I release self-doubt. I release self-doubt. Now go to your collarbone and you can use all fingers, your thumbs too. Okay. I release I release fear. fear. Now go under your armpits. Okay. I, I love myself. I love myself. Now go to the top of your crown and you can go from your forehead all the way back and just keep tapping your crown. 
I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. And you can keep doing that over and I over love again. Myself. Basic points of happening. That's the basic point. So you start with your emotion that you're feeling, you karate chop, and you say, even though I feel da 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 da, I deeply love and appreciate myself. And then you start tapping on the points. And you release all the negative fears, and then we could have did another round, but I don't want to waste a lot of people's time, you know, of, like, embracing all the positive attributes with the same tapping points. And those points will, like, synergistically clear your energy. Oh, shit. This is so gangster, man. I'm telling you, girl. Oh, girl, shit. I'm telling you. Well, I'm and super excited. Yes, let's do so this. so many videos on YouTube for free. You don't got to buy no book. You don't want to do any of that. They have them all over the place. And like I said, I will look up that lady's who she is. She is so great. And she has these daily rituals, like morning quit, wake up rituals, like wake up tapping to like start your day, tapping for weight loss, tapping for addictions and then mm. a nighttime one to sleep better like she has a million so many that's yeah. gangster that's gangster i'm gonna definitely yeah. check that out i'm so glad i'm recording this because i'm definitely going back with this that's gangster and i'm gonna definitely look on youtube and everything and try yeah, this while i'm in the shower it. yeah yeah you can watch them do it and you yeah. can watch them if you're not hitting the points correctly right um, from how i explained it but yeah right. it's great Right. Yeah, so that's what, it was brilliant because when she was saying spiritual exfoliation, I was like, yeah, why the fuck am I not spiritually exfoliating with tapping? It's so quick. That is gangster. So, yeah. That is gangster. And I gangster. know it works because I've used it in the most craziest times where we were energetically absorbing the middle of Times Square on New Year's Eve with the ball drop with like thousands, like I don't even know how many people. Mm. So you know, and, and we were clearing ourselves and skipping and like just, you know, riding the cosmic wave because it could get bumpy as hell. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no doubt, wow. That's yeah. gangster. I likes that. I'm going to give this a shot again. I remember that because that's why I put that on the shot. I tried it, but you know what? I didn't really give it that much commitment. I tried it for one cool week and didn't, you know, and, and didn't feel like it was really helping me that much. You know, I still, I, I don't know. I guess I thought I was supposed to get miraculous results where I was supposed to just take the, that pack of cigarettes and chuck it in the damn thing and be, and walk the yeah. hell away. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. I'm real live magical thinker right here so you know borderline and delusion sometimes so yeah <laughs> real life oh man so Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. That's exactly what nail that is. I'm, wow, wow, wow. You know, I was sitting up here looking at this, this, um, this nine energy that's going on for today, and I, it was a lady. Shout out! I can't, I couldn't remember. I'm sitting up here trying to search my mind for her name, but she gave me this card. She started breaking this science down to me about the number nine. Now I remember years ago, this dude that was in this group called the Nuwapians was breaking all of that science of the number nine down and how when you add it up, it, it goes back into itself and all of that. When you add it and multiply it and everything, it goes back to itself, and 
she gave me this thing and it said the powers of nine ether are the sum of the total numbers there are no number higher than nine nine ether is the combo of all existing gases of nature thus the all is in all therefore nine ether is the most potent power in the universes nine to the ninth power of nine nine is symbolic of heaven creation and birth nine is the number whose square root is three a number which is symbolic of three dimensions. Hika, abode of the mortal. Sia, abode of Elohim. Huni, abode of the most high. Nine ether is placed in the follicle of hair. And all woolly, nappy-haired people produces the nine symbol. The number nine is the highest number in the universe, making nine ether beings infinite immortals so shout out to that girl i thought that was so gangster she gave that to me and it just put me on this nine tailspin when she started talking about how there's 999 million 999 million galaxies and all of those worlds and that you know what i'm saying it just took me on this tailspin but i wanted to i told her i said you know what i'm gonna definitely share that so i made sure i did that shout out to that sister for that piece of information right there so, I love, <laughs> I love that. The number nine is a gangster ass number. It's that number of completion of entertainment. You know what I'm saying? This is the number when you on that life path of nine, especially like you're called to come in here and show a different type of leadership. One that shows integrity, one that do that, that demonstrates wisdom. You know, that number nine, they're coming, um, those energies on those nine vibrations, even um, born on those days, like the nine, the 18th, the 27th, um, whatever in the hell else I'm missing, the ninth, um, <laughs> you know, whatever other day that I'm missing that adds itself up to nine, you know, um, those those individuals, you know, they, they, they come here to do the damn thing, you know, at the end of the day. So they definitely... Um, here to 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 lead and show you know a, a certain level of how things is well I hate that word supposed to be done how things can be done if we do it in the highest vibration let's put it that way <laughs> let's put it that way but anyway let's talk about these charts so I was waiting around to see if the lady because she did accept the invitation I saw that um, that wanted us to take She's a here look at her oh okay awesome i'm sorry i can't see all right well let oh, me oh that's right you can't see yeah she's here okay okay yeah. cool 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 oh so i see Kristen, if you want to just unmute yourself that's how you can come up and talk to us just hit the button there you go right on right on oh my goodness i haven't been on clubhouse in a while and i was looking for the hand i know <sighs> me too <laughs> i'm excited to <laughs> I'm excited to be here and to connect with you both. That is so awesome. Good to have you here. Good yeah. to have you. All right. We finally get to connect, man. Let's 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 take a look see at this chart here. So Doreen, did you wanna go ahead and and, and, and speak on what you're seeing first and um you know we go sure. from there? Yep. Sure. Okay. So as you know, you're having your Saturn return. Mm. And, well, let me ask you a question. How do you, like, what what area do you, like, feel like you're struggling with? Like, is it career, love life, 
like what what um what do you want us to look at like specifically what i will what what i will say right off the bat is that you know you have a lot of sagittarius going on right because you're rising and your sun sign is sagittarius right because your sun is in the first house so what that means to me you know and then also your true zodiac is a cancer right so you know you see the bigger picture like you have jupiter as your ruling planet like Mm -hmm. that's who your ruling planet Mm -hmm. is and and jupiter what a great planet to have as your ruling planet he's the planet of luck he's the planet of abundance he's like the jolly like you know santa claus that just like just gives you prosperity and abundance and expansion and you have that throughout every single like house Mm -hmm. so yes you might be feeling like certain obstacles but know that he's right by your side you know and it's not like you have Saturn sitting there. No, I'm sorry for any type of paralyzing. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> Saturn is a bitch, okay? Yeah, so, yeah. No disrespect, Saturn, okay? No disrespect. But you are a tough motherfucker. So, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you got Jolly Jupiter, right? Yeah. You, you just got the Jolly guy. So, and I can see it in you. Like, isn't it? can you see like she's so pleasant like mm-hmm. i remember you from class mm-hmm. i remember like you were so great gracious and grateful and humble and i'm like she's so cute like yeah. you know thank you yes yeah. you're yeah. just jolly you just you have a pleasant demeanor so just know that listen i know that shit might get tough and we all go through stuff but you got a really great planet as your ruling planet um that's what i will say another thing i will say is since your moon is in virgo Mm. stop analyzing your emotions like uh, i want you to feel your emotions like i really don't want you to take this analytical perspective on it because that's what virgos tend to do so even if it's uncomfortable you know even if if it like you have to understand Feel the uncomfortableness. That's what she was saying to Shikasha in mm-hmm. the book. Like, to really sit with those uncomfortable feelings and self-judgments almost because mm. it's showing you where your soul needs to grow. It's mm. showing you what your soul doesn't need anymore mm. and how and to release it and to be gentle on ourselves because... We're doing the best we can. Like we are, we are at that place in our life, in our soul journey, in our ascension, where we need to be. There's no perfect place. Like we have this false idea of perfection and like what it should be based on unconscious like conditioning by society, our parents, whatever. Everybody's journey is imperfectly perfect. Like there should be no comparison. So be careful of perfectionism because you also have Chiron in Virgo. And that is, it's the wounds of perfectionism. Like don't put yourself or other people to these high stand, these perfect standards because nothing is perfect. 
well, the way we believe perfect to be. Right. We have to embrace all of the imperfect qualities of ourselves, the shadow side, however you want to see it. Because that's why we came here. We came here to um, like experience all of the emotions, all of them. Like anger, fear, like all of them. But then be able to have discernment and know like which ones we're supposed to hold on to which ones we're supposed to like you know release or use tools to navigate properly but don't judge yourself on them you know and don't analyze them so that's what i see you know with that being chiron and your moon together Mm -hmm. in virgo in the 10th house so maybe it's with career you know have you set these standards on yourself with career you know, where if it's not the perfect job or the perfect, you know, I, I don't know what's going on with you career-wise, but um, maybe, you know, you won't be able to figure it out as far as trying to analyze the situation. Maybe you just have to sit back, like we were talking about last week, you weren't here, though, and, and dive into that feminine energy of receiving, you know, and maybe it's something that you don't even have like there's endless possibilities that the universe can give you to to answer that you know what i'm saying like am i making sense at all or am i rambling i'm in a rambling mood right now i don't know why i apologize you're not (laughs) rambling no you're making sense (laughs) yes you make so much sense and everything that you're saying i'm like soaking it all in because when you're talking about like the perfectionist and having that wound I like finally came to the realization in 2020 that I'm a perfectionist and then I see how it shows up when it comes to like my career which I feel like is always holding me back I really want to step into life coaching and then I'm always like in my own way like I stop myself I'm overthinking everything and then I just like never have any forward movement and so everything you're making everything that you're saying makes complete sense oh yeah well I, let me tell you something. I'm a Virgo son, so I understand exactly mm-hmm. about that. I wouldn't even give readings. And Priestess Jasmine had to beat me one day. And she was like, you are ready for fuck's sake. Like, what are you doing? I was like, no, I got to read one more book. I got to take one more class. I got to study this one. And, I gotta, and she's like, okay, crazy, go and do it. Because you'll never be ready. Because your idea of perfectionism is so out of control. Like, you'll never be ready. So you just got to jump in. And that's what I did. Like, I just jumped in, and I'm like, you know what, fuck it, I'm jumping in. And it has been so helpful to just let my, to shed that, because that's, it's exhausting. It's fucking exhausting, it really is. It's so exhausting, the standards we put on ourselves. It's so unrealistic, and we would never do that to somebody else. That's the sad part. Like, we're, everybody else's cheerleaders, we're like, yeah, do it, go, go. And, like, for us, we're like, no, you can't. Like, you know, and it's just not, it is just not what our soul needs. So please release that. Try to release that. Um, do some, you know, energetic, spiritual exfoliation because you got to really, you know, release all of that. All right, I'm going to keep looking, but, Shakesha, what do you think? Okay. So you you definitely hit on a lot of the points that I was looking at. 
where I'm looking at that moon, of course, you know, I had to hit that Virgo moon energy because there is a lot going on right in there, right? So some of the things that really help individuals that have that Virgo moon energy, especially like where it's at for you, is based around like um, that that whole discipline, that whole um, thing, you know, things about, you know, what needs to happen and all of that. One of the things that's going to always help you will be your rituals, like your process, like structure, planning your day and all of that. Now, you may be one of those people because of the way that your chart is situated, it already does this, right? But those are the things that's going to always get you in that place when you're analyzing yourself and you're, you're, you're thinking about, I should be doing this, I should be doing that and overthinking those things. You can find solace in that structure. So when you're doing the things that you need to do, all of the things that you need to do you have your list of things that need to absolutely happen the process that's going to help you get whatever goal it is that you got going on this is going to be your this is going to be your your saving grace that's going to help you to stay in that grounded place you know so that you're not sitting around thinking about i need to do this this needs to happen this and that and the other you know the other thing that i also noticed too with this light code that you got with your um the birth time that you have and so this birth time, um, and I want to make sure I'm checking in, making sure that I got this right, is 8.25 a.m. Yes. Okay. So 8.25 a.m. is a really a powerful time. This is um, the code that Spirit is trying to send to you is making sure that you recognize that your opportunity and your success is through raising your consciousness. That can be done by being open and receptive, making sure that you keep yourself in a balanced place. So this is why I go back and talking about the structure and the planning and everything and really beginning to take action, action on those things that you want to see happen. See what I'm noticing in your chart right now is that in your fifth house, you got Chiron that's transiting. Now your Chiron is traditionally in Virgo and that's all around like getting shit right, making sure that I got things the way my house is in order, structure, perfection, overthinking shit and everything. That's a lot of the wounds that comes along with Chiron being in, in, in Virgo. Right now, this transit is going through your fifth house, which is messing with your, your ability to be creative just a little bit. But what that, what, what this, what this, 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 this whole activation that started to go on with this node shift and everything, it's kind of working with us to help and supporting us and working those things out so that we can move forward towards those goals that we're planning. So now with this Chiron being in Aries, it's transiting your fifth house. This is all about you. Like you were just talking about how you wanted to, um, look for um a different you know what i'm saying maybe maybe expand on employment or something like that because you got a lot of 10th house action that's going on and you also you know that's where that chiron is at too now you know what i'm saying and see how it, where you got the chiron and the moon right there that right there it what what what's going on it, it looks like from my perspective now you probably can really speak to and hone in how the energy really shows itself up for you but what it looks like is that there's a bit of a there could be a bit of a challenge with that there 
So that's one of the things that I want to, to encourage you is to really start going ahead and moving forward and tapping into that creativity and everything. Um, the I uh, Oh, yeah. Yes, please, please. Jump, jump, okay. jump. All right, so this is, I, I looked up the Chiron in the 10th house because I didn't know what that meant. Okay. It was very interesting when I looked it up. So what it is, is a strong desire to prove yourself mm. worth. Mm. Your need for status can be obsessive. Mm. Try to accept yourself mm. as you are. Mm. Now, when I heard self-worth, what did I do? Mm. I went to your second house mm. because that's the, where you value, what you value and your self-worth and your self-love. And guess what I found in your second house? I found Neptune and I found Uranus. Mm. And I found that it's it's ruled by our friend Capricorn. Okay? So, bottom line is, You've had a restriction or a, a, dis, a, a delusion on what your power is. Because Uranus stands for what you know for sure, where your power is. But because you have Neptune with it and it's conjoins, because the, the degrees are only two degrees apart, those energies are merging. So basically what's happening is you have a restrictive... Um, merging of how you value things in, in this, 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 this kind of back and forth, non-reality with illusions, with like rose-colored glasses on, like it just changes. And am I, is that coming out clear? Because like, I, I don't think I said that clear enough. Like you really need to stand your ground on how, what you value, number one, know that material things are not really that valuable. Self-worth is what's valuable. Mm. How you value relationships, like how you value just the daily um, routines. Like it doesn't have to be, you don't have to have this, you know, set, there goes the perfectionism. Like, you have this idea of, like, what it should be and what it should look like, what your house should look like or what this... It doesn't have to be all that. And I think there's been this type of confusion um, because of Neptune being there. And then also, here we go, I had to go now to your 12th house because, okay, that's where Neptune rules. And if you have planets there, like me and Shikasha were just talking about earlier, <laughs> we have our suns there. So we understand, girl. I, I have a stellium there, too. I have three planets there. I get it. I get it. I live in fantasy world a lot of the time. A lot of the time. Okay. Now, now pull the bitch back. You're right, like, oh, right, right. Get down, <laughs> get down to earth. Absolutely. So here, here's the thing. You have a lot of stuff there. Mm -hmm. Your mercury is there. Okay? And it's in Scorpio. So it's like a conundrum, almost. Because, all right, how do I say this? Scorpio doesn't like surface shit, right? They like to go deeper, right? They don't, they don't like small talk. They want to get to know somebody. They want to know what's your demons? What, where was your childhood trauma? Like, you know, they just, they want to go right in. But you have it in Neptune. I mean, you have it in the 12th house. Mm. So it's like, mm. it, right? So there's like this, like the way you think can be uh, like, you can, it kind of can be a, a little, you know, going back and forth. Like I was saying mm -hmm. before, like 
do you live in, you know, fairy tale land or are you awake, you know, in, you know what I'm saying? And I don't mean that in a negative way because I'm speaking from it, um, right. you know, experience. You're preaching to the like, choir. all the time? <laughs> or, you know, are you living in your parallel lives? Like there's, there's a lot to be said with planets in the 12th house. Mm-hmm. So it's a beautiful thing because I think we're the healers and I think we tap into spirituality and I think we could tap into those other realms. So especially that you want to be a life coach, it's a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you have to make sure you're discerning like what you value, what you think, what you feel, you know what I'm saying? Like what do you feel about something? How do you think about it? How do you communicate it? Um, And your Jupiter's there too. Your and you're also your Pluto. Mm-hmm. So there's gonna be a lot of deaths and rebirths on how you think, on how you expand, right. on how you grow. Right. And it's and it might be in this very um deep way because Scorpio rules it. So in in a, in a very maybe secretive, like there could be secrets that are un you know, raveled, like help, Shakesha. <laughs> I was letting you go in. I am so sorry because see here where I was going and, and, and I'm definitely, cause I do remember looking at that and seeing exactly what you're talking about on that. I was getting a load when you were going in on that. I was getting a load on this Venus being in Scorpio here. You know what I'm saying? And where it's situated at, right? So her Venus on her natal chart right here is in Scorpio. We got it in Leo right now. So that's two fixed energies we talking about with this retrograde coming up. You heard? So, you know, so this is going to be... Um, this is definitely going to impact you in a very special way. Now, this could definitely activate, you know, a lot of sexual energy, but um, it can also activate a whole lot of other things. It's all depending on where the vibration is. So this whole realm, we talking about um, being in Scorpio and especially where it's positioned at. It's positioned at. Okay, where, let me see where on your chart. I'm looking on your chart. I don't know. I'm looking at it. It's a um, it's a Taurus degree. So I'm trying to make see where where I see it at on her chart. I'm looking on the yeah. I'm looking at her Venus right here. It's at Merc. I mean, it's 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 at two degrees, but I don't see it in the house. Um, but anyway. Let me let me let me move on with that. But anyway, so what 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 that looks like to me and what that translate to me is somebody who is definitely intrigued by beauty. Right. The Venus in Scorpio. I used to think that this was what I used to call whole placement. That's not whole placement. Let me let me let y'all know it is absolutely not. This is a deeper type of. This is a deeper type of sexual energy. You know what I'm saying? It ain't just, you know, I um um I like what I see. I'm going I'm down for whatever. Let's you know what I'm saying? That's a whole nother placement I was reading up on. I'm going to leave that right there and and deal with that after I got more information. However, this Venus and Scorpio placement here, this uh-huh. is You better tell us who was the other Don't do that. <laughs> Venus Venus and fire signs have potential to have a lot of heat you know what I'm saying but yeah that, you know what I'm saying so so yeah yeah 
So, you know, so just know that. But then also this Venus and Scorpio energy, it can be intense. It can be some most gangster sexual energy and everything. But this particular one is kind of linked to the values, the Taurus, the, the whole Taurus pantheon. So this is that respect or a beauty energy, right? The ones that's like more attracted to like star power and everything. And there could also... Um, with within that realm of it being a Scorpio, like there being a lot of insecurities or jealousies that's like connected to shit like that too. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, that, that Mars and Venus placement, it's kind of complex and it's a little on the deep side, you know, sometimes it looks like it can translate itself as, you know, having a spouse that, that is rich, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, it can, it can translate, you know, it can, it, it can show up in a whole different ways. And my mind is like moving a thousand miles a minute. But the reason why I'm saying that to you in particular is because you got Jupiter as your ruling planet, whatever Jupiter touches, it expands. It is big bossing energy. This is expansion. This is growth. This is abundance and it's taking everything and it's multiplying at times 10. So when we, so when I saw that particular energy with this retrograde that we in, this is definitely a time for you to really make sure that you're keeping yourself in the highest vibration, staying hydrated too, because people that got like water energies in certain planets, especially when they're retrograde, definitely need to make sure their water game is on point so that they don't find themselves in imbalances and start responding to shit in ways that won't serve you. There's a lot of potential for that happening when we got these planets that's lined up the way that it is also you got your mars energy it's in leo the mars energy being in leo at this aries degrees is also showing that there's some potential for you know there could be volatility or there could show up and be like star power energy if you tap into this energy and be in the highest vibration this can really help you like activate your star player you know you got mars that's in leo that's in retrograde right now right the leo and venus is in retrograde but your leo placement is in mars so this is going to bring a different type of energy for you and um Okay, Hold up. Can I jump in? Yeah, I was about, I'm looking at some other stuff. Go ahead, please right. do. Okay, so another thing I want to tell you too about that second house, because Pluto now is in retrobate, and it's it's in your second house. So this it's transiting in your second house. So what right. it's asking you to do is to finally sum up, like to, to get closure, to get that final like death of things that no longer serve you that you no longer value because now you're also incorporating the saturn return so what don't you value anymore from when you were a child or who you know relationships whatever it may be it's asking you to finally kill them off so that you can have this new rebirth this beautiful new rebirth of what you value and it's going to transit into your third house because once you figure out i got it thank you guys thank you once you figure out who you are how you value yourself then you're going to be able to communicate it to the world be that friggin' life coach that you want to be because it's moving pluto is going to stay in your third house of the way you think and communicate for 20 years that's where it's going to stay so once you get grounded in who you are, self-love, how you value yourself, 
and I'm going to tie in your Saturn with that as well, you are going to be able to flourish and communicate that to the world and make a business off of it and help others because you can tell them, look, I was right there with you. I used to have analysis of paralysis of that, however that goes, analysis of paralysis. And I could judge myself when I was in my perfectionism, but then I did this, this, and this, and this is how you can do it too, and whatever else you want to use to help them. And then, to tie it all together, your Saturn and your transiting Saturn being in the fourth house, what is the fourth house? The fourth house is our grounding house. How we feel nurtured, how we feel safe and secure. It's the house of mother. It's the cancer house. It's the house of the nuclear family. You're, you know, it's where you might, it's how you envision what your home should be like, what it should feel like. But having Saturn there ruling with Pisces, again, here comes the delusion. Like, I don't think you ever had a safe feeling of, or, or like a sure feeling of security. Like, was there this kind of, um, you know, c confusion on it? Like, I don't know. Like, that would be you to look at, like, from early childhood. Was it, was there this unstableness because, or restrictiveness more like, mm. not unstable, restrictive. Was it a restrictive thing? Were there, were, you know, because Saturn's the restrictor, right? Saturn likes to come in and test us and, and almost give us, like, conditional love, you know, in a weird way. Like, you know, oh, if you're doing this, then we're going to reward you. But if not, we're going to punish the hell out of you, you know? So, yes, it's good in the long run because it helps us grow and learn, but it can be a little harsh. Mm -hmm. So... I'm just wondering, you know, like what happened and how you've grown from it because you have the potential to really expand. You have so many water, water is your element, right? And Miss Blue, what did she say? Water holds all the knowledge. Water holds all the intuitive knowledge. So you have the potential to expand and share that knowledge with so many people, so I think it's beautiful what you want to do. I think your chart also screams that you're set up for that, mm -hmm. but you first have to get straight with how you value and love yourself. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing. Absolutely, absolutely. And then I want to get in here and let you know, like some of the things that's really going to work for you, because like I was telling you, like making sure you get that water in you is definitely going to help keep you balanced out. But your superpower, your G card, your gangster is fire. So if, if you really want to make things manifest, you really want things to happen for you, your, 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 the, the, the element that you want to use is going to be fire. The fire is going to be your sure shot because you have a Sagittarius sun. You have a ruler of Jupiter and you will be able to definitely take that fire energy. It expands with on whatever you do, you know, and make things and make it do what it do. The other thing I wanted you to take um to also take note of too is I'm looking at this Lilith that you got here and how it's connected to your Mercury. I think I think that Doreen might have said something um similar to that, but 
um, I wasn't really all the way in that, you know, in, in on that frequency at that particular point, looking at the chart. However, I'm looking at how your communication and your Lilith is. What Lilith placements are is about those things that you you want to do those things that those is those secret desires the things this gifts that may be in you that you ain't accessing yet or things that you always wanted to make happen for yourself but never really felt that you could do it or didn't have that confidence in doing that that is position in taurus that's in the area of values so you talking about like wanting to be that life coach you know wanting to um you know, make a major change on that and everything like the energy is definitely supporting you in that because the way that it shows up here on your Lilith chart, it shows that it's in its last degrees, which means you came to this planet this time around to make that shit happen for yourself. So this is definitely a time for you to start laying down the foundation, the groundwork to start making all of these things happen for yourself. Also, I'm seeing, um, um, you know placement that's getting activated you got this scorpio node that's at 13 degrees so 13 degrees is also an aries degree and now here's the thing i like that because see with that right there we already know that scorpio and aries is both ruled by the same planet of mars now, we also know about, you know, Pluto and everything with Scorpio, too, but it also works with that Mars energy as well. And so this is giving you an extra boost with it being at 13 degrees, being at this um, Aries activation um, degree. You got to sit in there. But see, what this tells me is like this is like where you are here to be like... Um, a teacher, a spiritual master, an occult, you know, one of those individuals that, that gets involved in teaching occult sciences, but maybe in a more yeah, a unconventional way, because yeah. this 13, this is that divine feminine energy, right? So this means like taking a spin on it. So you might take, let's say this astrology information or numerology information or any other stuff that we get in self-invested or any of those workshops that teach us like occult knowledge, right? And you take that information that you got and you apply it within the work that you're doing out there in the streets. And you don't necessarily got to advertise it as that. But being that creative and being that innovative is what's going to help to propel you in that. And this is where it's showing that your energy is supporting you on this particular thing. And it's time for you to go ahead and do some things that other folks ain't doing. See, this Chiron that's transiting your fifth house right here is telling you it's time to go for yours. Dreams really do come true. You can definitely make this happen for yourself. The energy is certainly supporting you. Absolutely. Yeah, you got yeah. you got Jupiter as your ruler. It's a wrap. And and and, and yeah. God help the jackass that goes against you. God help the jackass. I know. And I keep getting the glyphs mixed up with the moon and everything. That's that Virgo moon. But yeah, I, I don't know why I keep thinking that Scorpio moon. But that that Mercury and that yeah. Venus energy, you know, that Mercury and Venus energy right about now. Boy, yeah. woo! Yay. Yeah. Yeah. 
definitely, well, definitely. She has so much Scorpio. She has so much Scorpio. Absolutely. And that's a powerful and trans and she's part of that revolution generation too. Yeah. That Pluto and Scorpio generation. Y'all came here to change yeah. the to world. Change shit up. Yes. Up. Right. Yeah, y'all go expose the foolishness and the fuckery out here. You know, all the stuff that we punked out on. Y'all get true. to do it. Right. So y'all y'all got us though. We getting y'all. So yeah, yeah. So I'm very excited and everything. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have any questions? Yes, do you? You can oh, speak now. Yes. Oh my goodness. Like, I I'm so speechless. Like I have I feel like I had so much to say and everything was coming up and I'm just like, wow, because I feel like everything that you all shared resonated so much with me. And um, I just feel like it's things that I can feel intuitively, but I just don't like fully understand it. Because I feel like I do go back and forth with my thoughts and I'm like being a little delusional and all these things. And I'm always like, okay, like literally yesterday I was thinking to myself, I was like, why do I feel like I'm blocked? I feel like I can't be creative. And then the first thing that came to my mind, I was like, I just got to get my house in order. And so I believe it was Shakesha, you had shared something about like, um, when I want to be creative, I feel like I need to have structure first. Mm. And so everything that you were saying was just confirmation and it just feels so good to feel like, okay, things are working out for me. I just have to really put my mind to it, get structure and just getting all this insight too because astrology like the houses and all these things is definitely a foreign language to me so i definitely appreciate you all just sharing all this stuff i just had two questions i wanted to ask um if you all can share anything about like my love life and then i also wanted to ask i remember learning that my true zodiac is cancer and i'm just curious to know what exactly like the true zodiac means okay all right, you look at her Venus, I'll tell her a true zodiac, okay? All right. Venus. Venus is your girl. Okay. <clears throat> so, your true zodiac is the stuff that is hidden from your soul. Like, it's the qualities that you necessarily have to unravel, you know, and search for. But once you, okay, so let me ask you. Have you researched the cancer qualities ever since you learned that you were a cancer true zodiac? Yes, I did. And everything just made complete sense. It's just there like being emotional and all yeah. these things. And, I'm and like, nurturing. Oh right. Yes. And you want to take care of people. And you're the mother energy. And you're like, you're, maybe your friends come to you for advice because, yes. you, right, you, you know, you just want to just help everybody, you know. You're the person that, like, everybody comes to. And, yes, there's that sensitivity. There's more of that water. That's why I say you're your main element. And although I agree with Chikesha about the fire, because your Mars is in Leo, you're an ascendant, your Sag is an ascendant, and your sun is an ascendant, I understand, like, you could totally use the fire. But your element also is water. Because you are a cancer true yeah. zodiac. Absolutely. Things in Absolutely. Scorpio, Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. Yeah. So you really, and Pisces, having your Saturn in Pisces, like you are just intuitive, girl. Absolutely. Like you have to trust your intuition. Absolutely. You seriously have to trust. Because Cancers and Scorpios, like they're, like, and Pisces, yes. They're they're the most intuitive signs of the zodiac. Yeah. And then you got that Sag, that, that, that sage 
like overseeing everything. Yeah. You got that bigger sp- perspective yeah. coming from your sun and from your rising. You're like, uh, you're unstoppable if you really trust mm-hmm. your shit. If you really know, I want you to believe in yourself. Please, please believe in yourself. Do not criticize. Do not set these standards of perfection because you have the makings to be a fucking powerhouse here. Like, you really do. You really do. I know I do, and I can feel it sometimes, and I always hold myself back because I get scared. Yes. No. Yes. Grab your balls. Put your big, put your big girl panties on. Grab your, you know, whatever. You have to just do it. You have to tap into your Mars and Leo. Your Mars is in Leo. Leo is the lion. He comes in and he takes charge. He's the creator. He's ruled by the sun. Nothing happens without the sun. This is where your action is. This is where, like, this is where your power is. This is where you'll take your action. You got to tap into that Leo energy. You really do. And the Capricorn, because remember, you're a Cancer, a true zodiac, but you're also a Capricorn. You have to look at both ends. You know, it's the feminine and masculine of the signs that make one. So look at look at that Capricorn energy for that tenacity. The like they, they're they're the they have such resolve. I mean, they're go getters. Like they have such a high level of a, a what's the word? How come I'm get? I guess I'm not meant to say this, but because like the words are getting clogged. Like I can't. They're just very um, not successful. They can be, but what? What's the word when you want to achieve something? Like, they want... Whatever. You know what I'm saying. I think you understand it, sort of. <laughs> they just have a really strong work ethic. Like, they really want... Ambitious. To... Thank you. For fuck, thank you. Yes. <laughs> They're very ambitious. Yeah. Uh, you know, to the point where they do not stop. You yes. know, so you have to tap into that side mm-hmm. of your true zodiac. The Capricorn side, you know, because your Virgo moon is telling you, no, it's not right. You're not perfect. You can't do it. You know, the Virgos look look at all the imperfections, you know. No, 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 you can't. No, no, it's not right. Yeah, that's the Virgo. So shut the fucking Virgo up and say, shut up. Sit down. Tell her to sit down in the corner and, and tap into the Leo. Absolutely. And oh my Absolutely. gosh, thank you so much. And I, a quick follow-up question. When you all say, like, work with the elements, like water and fire, what exactly does that look like? Okay. Well, you know what? Um, let, let me get in here because when we talk about working with the elements and fire, um, like fire, earth, air, and water, these are talking about, like, all of those rituals that we do that help us support the energy, right? So the fire would be like when we light a candle, you know, and start speaking our intentions or writing petitions down. Um, we're going to use the water element when we take those spiritual baths. Miss Blue put out a beautiful H2O shower. That's water magic right there, you know. Um, the, the earth element is working out getting out into nature working in gardens taking your shoes off earthing you know hugging a tree tree in these streets right you know what I'm saying all of that and then your air energy it deals with like even your your bells your sounds um, wind chimes incense 
um, yeah. scents, you know, essential oils. They they yeah. um they work in the realm of air and the water element as well. So these are these are things like really start exploring like a lot of those things that you do in those rituals, and then start to think about like working with crystals. That's an earth energy um, yeah. element, you know. And you, it looks like even though like I say, your provider is your fire, and it's definitely that water too. Make no mistake about it. But you also got a lot of earth energy that's a lot of manifestation energy that you have going on in that chart so you can work with just about any provider you can still work with air too like air is still available to all of us even though you don't have as much air energy on your chart make no mistake about it it's still effective yeah you know and also like Honestly, I was really new to that, too, like working with the elements. Mm -hmm. But what I noticed is I did it intuitively. I did it without even knowing it. Like, do you ever, like, take a shower and then realize you're thinking about something or you're getting, like, messages and Mm. shit pops in your head and you're like, where did that come from? Like, and, and it... It might have been the answer to something you were thinking about or it happens to me while I'm washing. The thing is that I'm going through, like, um, kind of my friends, my old friends from high school, he just came up a few days ago. It was kind of this week. And the things are kind of, it just took very it, it, it just took a very strong and a strong hype, you know. It, it is kind of strange, and uh, these this things about white boy energy now, it look like kind of creepy. And if you can uh, just explain to me, like, a little bit deeper, because... Um, I was thinking about if it's if this uh, relation it's an, it is a kind of a scam or something like that, and then you came with the football energy, and I'm just oh my god! Uh, <laughs> and before you start, Shakisha, every time I hear football, I always think of that song I'm dating myself. But players only love you when they're playing. You know, like yeah. that song just time in. Every time I hear a fuck boy, I'm like, oh yeah, she had it. She nailed that shit when she signed up. I tune. Fuck ahead. Speak on it. Okay, so um, one of the things that I wanted to talk about with you said your Venus was also in Scorpio as well. Yeah. So when I'm yeah. talking about the whole realm of Scorpio, right? I'm talking about Scorpio deals with. The energy of Scorpio are things that are hidden. Um, This is also the energy of transformation of all kinds. Regeneration is about sexuality. Um, It can be about taxes. It can be about death. And it can also be about psychic abilities. With this Venus placement, this Venus retrograde, it coming up. Venus retrograde is affecting all of us. Having us review our relationships, how we love, how we show love to ourselves and others um, in our plutonic relationships as well as our romantic relationships. So this is a time for us all to kind of check in and review where we're at. Our Venus placement gives us an opportunity to kind of examine like the lessons that we came here to learn, right? 
And so for some of us, for like where Scorpio is concerned, where your position is at in Scorpio, if you, if you say your, your position is in Scorpio, those are some of the lessons that you're going to be learning about, about transformation, about dealing with folks that are secretive or any types of secrets and mystery and un, un, um, solving mysteries, uncovering shit. You know, it could also be about marriage and marrying somebody that got a lot of money. There's a lot of potential possibilities. And this is why it's very important that we stay grounded in that. In 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 this in these in this particular retrograde, in particular, so that we don't find ourselves in situations where we're responding to things that aren't happening. That's why it's super important for us to be present. If things are going well in your relationship and it seems like it's too good to be true, do not tell yourself it's probably not good because we already know again what we focus on it grows right. But if we stay present and shit's good right now and this dude is doing and saying all of the things that's making you happy, enjoy that shit. Because if he fuck up and show that he's a clown later, then he's going to show that as a clown later. But you enjoy the happy today. There ain't nothing wrong with that. And, and, and instead of anticipating on some letdown later, enjoy right now. Because, see, that whole scenario could change. He could have been the fuck boy who have decided, I found the love of my life. Fuck these games I'm playing. Let me get my shit together and do this the right way. See, so we never know how this shit turns out at the end of the day. But even if you got yourself a clown-ass fuck boy at the end of the day, you enjoyed yourself a good experience... You can move on with a lesson learned. And when you find somebody that's really suitable for you, that truly appreciates you and everything, you can sit back and laugh about how you didn't waste time on that foolishness and that fuckery because you caught the lesson from that particular situation. Once they grow up, you know, or once whatever, you know, no, like if they keep showing you that, believe it. 
Absolutely. Believe it and learn, be grateful for the lesson and then set your boundaries, set, you know, be discerning and get the fuck out and mm -hmm. like, you know, Absolutely. heal some more. Absolutely. Yeah, because it came in a very special time. We were talking here with my mom and with my sister and I just said like, kind of, I'm really fed up of guys, of these fuckboy guys and <laughs> I'm not doing that anymore. I'm down. And so I close the chapter. Yeah, you and go. literally a few hours later, this one came up. Well, we used to be a really good friends, but <laughs> he just did his stuff with his life. His life kind of was on the edge on the time, mm. and I was on my path, so we didn't see each other for years. But I just didn't understand this. this yeah. Listen, so, what, where's your moon at? Where's where's your moon placement? Well, in Scorpio. Woo! Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, yeah, I, I see where your where your apprehension is at. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I see where your apprehension is at. Right, right. Scorpio moons definitely worry about shit like that. You know whether or not this is going to work at the end of the day but i really do want to encourage you because you definitely have that scorpio moon so you know you getting some of this fixed energy um vibration that's going on with this retrograde and it's setting and it's showing itself up the way that it is right i really want to encourage you to let you allow yourself to be vulnerable not blind but vulnerable yeah, but I, and open yeah but i have i have I'm struggling with that because yeah. I, I, I have a little bit of fear. It feels so good to yeah. talk to him and we just find uh, each other to have just synchronicity. Right. Yeah, yeah, a lot right. of synchronicity. And right. it, is, it is nice, but you know. Yeah. Uh, and what if, what if you fucked around, found the love of your life? What if this venus retrograde brought you somebody back from the past that was a friend and you reevaluated that friendship and it turned into something else and you transformed that relationship into something else during that 40 days and 40 nights venus retrograde what if that happened and also i have a little edge because i did her chart so Shakesha, like she also has trauma from her parents' relationships. Okay. And and Laura Lee, I think that's a lot of where the fear comes in as well, because you weren't given a healthy um, situation of like how men and women should be and how like you could trust a man because he left and mm. he cheated and you know. So that's why I think. Um, we talked about this too okay. here, and I talked with you. We attract our early relationships sometimes. Females attract males in our lives to heal the stuff about our fathers and and the way they were with our mother. Mm. And like once you can release that and cut the cords, like we talked about, and forgive him and just say he did the best he could at, in his journey. Then you, you won't bring that fear with you into future relationships. Don't ignore the signs because you're intuitive. We all right. we know that. 
know, you have so much intuition. Highly. Her family. Highly. Her family. Yeah. yeah. Her mother, her grandmother, her uncle, her aunt, her sister. Like, they all have it. Like, yeah, they all have it. Okay. So, yeah, her mother's from Cuba. Like, she was a refugee. Okay. Like, she went to the Netherlands. Yeah. So, my point is, it's like, don't tell. No. Don't ignore your intuition. But at the same time, don't allow that fear from childhood to, like, play itself out. And you're going to manifest it you know, in future relationships. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's, yeah, you're just confirmation what it's in me, like, I have a fight in me regarding that, yeah. and, yeah. 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 Great. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. But, you know, that's, that's one of the, that's one of the blind spots, too, with, with Scorpio's um, is indecision, you know. Yeah. It's one of the blind spy energies with Scorpios is being uh, is indecision and not being able to be vulnerable, you know, and struggling with that. But one of those things that you can do is really, you know, begin not, you know, and I know it sounds like really cliche, you know, but really trusting you. Because you're so highly intuitive and you got all of these, that's Scorpio moon right there for you. You know what I'm saying? That puts you in a whole different class right there that where you know you can trust what you're feeling. You know? And, and, and sometimes, you, you know, we get into these things where we start seeing things that trigger us from the past. And it starts putting us into an emotional response. But we know that when it's coming from the divine if it's most high divine energy when it's supposed to be energy that's here to support us it's not inner it's, it's not going to bring us a fear-based thought where it's, it's always gonna it's always gonna have us in a space of love and i like the way was that i forgot who i was listening to that talked about how you take that energy and you shift the focus of it. Well, how was how was that? I'm trying to remember how that went. But anyway, that's what we have to do. We have to really make sure that we're we're in the higher vibration of this, so that we can. I just lost my train of thought. Man, I'm going somewhere. All right, never mind. <laughs> I dropped my thought that quick. My and bad. Also, like, but oh, remember too. I'm sorry. Her true zodiac is Cancer. Ah, so she yeah. has that intuition. She just has to trust herself. Yeah. And I told you that. Miss Blue told her that. Like, yeah. she already knows the answer. Yeah. But she just don't trust yeah. herself. She's yeah. giving her power away. This is what yeah. I told your sister, yeah. Loralee. I spoke to your sister this week. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah. We had a beautiful conversation. Beautiful. Yeah. But see, you got to take your power back because yeah. you're giving your power away. You're asking people for the answers that you already know. Right. And Miss Blue has told you that in class so many times. Laura Lee, uh, Laura Lee, I'm not going to answer. You know, Laura Lee, you know, you already know. Like, you can't, you know, you have to start trusting yourself. This is a big thing, yeah. you know, and um, you will. You yeah. will because you're learning. You're growing, you're learning, you're evolving. And like I said earlier, just be easy on yourself. Be gentle. Trust where you are and know that. You will learn the lessons, you will drop them off, and you will ascend. And the right situations, or even the situation you're in, might evolve into something else. If he's on the same energetic vibration, you know, if he's there. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, so that's where I was going. My bad. So what I was trying to say is that when we stay, and, and, and like I said, I hate that cliche shit because, you know, the, the love and light people really piss me off sometimes, right? But they are definitely correct when they talk about making sure we stay in these higher vibrations. Because being in a state where you start, I don't know if you ever heard of this technique called Hono Opono Pono, right? Where, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so when you 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 cleansing that energy and everything, that really does help to clear up that 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 negativity and the thought process. And when you sitting around spinning thoughts that's not serving you and everything, like repeating that about seven times helps to get rid of that shit and give you a a, a minute to kind of reset so that you can gain clarity so that we don't get into this space where we overthinking shit and overanalyzing and all of this other shit or creating scenarios, you know, based on our fears and not on our hopes and our and, and our most highest expectations, you see. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Thank you, sis. Another spiritual exfoliation tool. Oh, uh, polo, polo. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful, ancient technique that is proven to work just do it just do it yeah 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 thank you yeah for anybody that don't know it it's um i'm sorry please forgive me thank you i love you and you repeat that just like that all right so yeah All right, all right, all right. Thank so, you, thank you. You're very welcome, very welcome. All right, y'all. Hey, I want to say peace. Uh-oh, Sheila, Brother Dante, Priestess Keisha in the house, Melanie and Nicole. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? If anybody is interested, next week, this tomorrow's my anniversary, so we going to go away, y'all, and you know what I'm saying, really try to benefit off of this Venus retrograde energy. However... I'm not going to do a cipher next week unless Doreen, because she definitely can do that because um, I opened it up. Um, otherwise, you know, we pick up next week when I come back, you know, so it's whatever's clever. But, you know, if you want to come in and, and, and read some charts, definitely, you know what I'm saying? Um, that's available. But. In the meantime, um, you know, I am going to be out next week. And um, so, you know. I just want to thank everybody for coming out. Unless there's somebody that wants us to take a look at something real quick, I'm going to close us out and we keep it moving. Yes, no, maybe so. No? Okay, word. Well, thank you guys so much for coming out, bringing that energy and support. Always, always appreciate it out here. I love you guys. Hey, listen, if you guys, even with anything, you know, definitely if you want to come up, and, and get in on some of these readings. You see shit in charts. You got a deck of cards. You want to you wanna bring in a little something, something the spirit is giving you. Like, we all about this life. Let's get exactly. it. You know, and, exactly. and let's really support each other in this ascension out here. Exactly. So, you know, because or people have different perspectives. Absolutely. Sometimes, absolutely. Sometimes it hits a little differently when you hear it in somebody else's words. So absolutely. You all have this ability. Absolutely. Come up. This is absolutely. Like Girl talk, boy talk, family talk. It's, it's, you know, it's all good. Absolutely. And I wrote it in the chat, I'm sorry, but the girl that I was talking about, the mm. tapping lady, okay. her name is Donna Eden. 
Okay, Don E. Yeah. Don E. Yeah. He just he's all over YouTube. Just you know, you can search Dawn on YouTube Eden. and yeah, Donna Eden, and she has tons and tons of videos on it. Alrighty, so, alrighty, alrighty. Yeah. Thank you, y'all, for the happy anniversaries. I'm th I'm glad you said that you put something in the chat room. You know, I never put the damn chat room up. That might be helpful. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have a beautiful genius retrograde anniversary absolutely, with your honey. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. y'all. Thank you guys so much. I will see y'all later, later days. Um, well, I think what is that like the the August something or the other. But I see y'all next month. Love you all. Peace to the soul, family. Y'all, peace and light, peace and yeah. love. Peace, peace, peace. And love, peace. So you're a philosopher? Yes, 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 yes. I think very deeply.